Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. My next guest co-founded Personal Care, the first primary care concierge medical group in Southern California. He completed his medical school and family practice residency at University of California, Irvine. He has served as associate clinical professor at UC Irvine and is a member of the Orange County Medical Association. Board certified primary care physician in private practice over 25 years. Please welcome back to the program, Dr. Jeffrey Barkey. Doctor, thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. Stage, great to be with you. Doctor, where do we start? First of all, uh, this Operation Warp Speed, the vaccines are rolling out, the Pfizer vaccine anyway is rolling out today. Do you credit President Trump with uh, how quickly this vaccine has rolled out? Oh, 100%. I mean, keep in mind in years past, it would take many years of research and animal testing and human testing, et cetera, to bring a new vaccine or, for that matter, a medication to market. Not unusual for it to take three to five to eight years to do that. And here we are, what are we, eight or ten months in, and we've got a vaccine that's that's rolling as we speak uh, on the highway and will start to be given out as early as tomorrow. Dr. Barkey, the safety and, eff- and eff- efficacy of the, the, um, the vaccine is supposed to be off the chart. Uh, why is it so effective? Uh, well, we don't know. Uh, you know, this has only been tested now over the last eight to ten months. Mm-hmm. And what's really important, Sage, is to remember that uh, this is an investigational vaccine uh, that was given emergency use authorization uh, by the FDA just last week. So it is an investigational vaccine. So we need to approach this with great optimism for its safety and efficacy. But at the same time, we need to be cautious about it. Remember, just last week, we heard about two patients in England uh, that got the vaccination and had life-threatening allergic reactions to it, which prompted Pfizer to come out and say, we didn't see that in the studies, Mm -hmm. but we're now recommending that if you have a history of severe allergic reactions, that you ought not take the vaccination. So we need to use caution and we need to be optimistic and we're hopeful that this will be a great success. I'm talking to family medicine doctor, Dr. Jeffrey Barkey. Doctor, would you take it? Um, Well, here's the deal. So first of all, we need to look at risk, stratification and age groups. So I'm in an age group where the survival, if I get this vaccination, is very, very high. And so you need to balance that with the potential downside and risks of the COVID vaccination. Or so me personally, no, I likely won't take it. But if somebody is at a very high risk, older, significant underlying conditions where the survivability is much lower, if you get the virus, then those are the folks that I think should be considered uh, to get the vaccination, but only with informed consent. And in my opinion, we should never mandate this vaccine. I think, doctor, I read that in England, the queen is taking it to encourage others to take it. Uh, I I suspect you would not advise President Trump to do the same thing. Uh, Well, you know, first of all, President Trump had COVID, so it doesn't make sense that he would get it now get a COVID vaccination because he is very likely immune from the virus. Uh, The queen, what is she, mid 90s? So obviously she's in a very high risk group. And from a PR standpoint, it makes sense for people that are that are famous um, and that are well-known to step up first to give other people confidence. We haven't had a great history of vaccinations in this country, and there's some issues that should be considered. I mean, remember swine flu in 1976? We attempted a mass vaccination campaign only to realize we were harming a lot of people as they came down with Guillain-Barre 
syndrome, a very rare neurologic condition, and the vaccine was quickly pulled from the market as the expected pandemic never materialized. So we need to be very careful and very cautious as we move forward, carefully studying it, risk stratifying those that may get the vaccination. And certainly if you're in a young age group, so for example, less than 20, where where the survivability of this virus is 99.997%, Uh, You know, you think twice about whether you want a new vaccination with limited testing in a group that has a very high survival rate. My guest is Dr. Jeffrey Barkey. He's a family doctor in Newport Beach, California. So, doctor, who should take it? Who should be first in line? Uh, The ones who should be first in line or should consider taking it are those that are in a very high risk group. So somebody that's 70 or 75, those that have significant underlying conditions where if they get the virus, they might be harmed. Those are the folks that should be getting it first. In our local area, it's going to be uh, folks in nursing homes and frontline healthcare workers that are going to be offered this vaccination. My concern is there's going to be such excitement by the vaccination uh, that the government and others are going to want to mandate this, and uh, I'm entirely against that. Dr. Jeffrey Barkey is my guest. Dr. Barkey, the Moderna vaccine apparently is going to come out in a few days or a few weeks. This one does not need to be held at the temperature as low as the Pfizer vaccine. Is that one better than the Pfizer vaccine? Not better, but only uh, a bit easier to transport and deliver because it doesn't have to be held at the same temperature. It still has to be refrigerated. It still has to be very cold, but not at the minus 70 degree temperature that's a Pfizer vaccination. And then there's an AstraZeneca vaccination that uses a different mechanism um, that uh, doesn't have to be frozen at all. That's a vaccination that, although it doesn't have the same efficacy, it's in the 70% range, may be better for places that have difficulty with logistics like third world countries and so forth to roll that out in those areas. Mm -hmm. When I asked you about President Trump, you mentioned that he had already had COVID-19. Uh, are you saying that once you've had COVID-19, you can't get it again? Well, we don't know that for sure. But like other viral illnesses, once you get it, typically you're immune for some time. Because COVID has not been out for a long time, we don't know how long that immunity could last. It could be several months. It could be a year or longer. We just don't know. Same thing with the vaccination. We don't know how long the immunity from the vaccination will last. Will it be just a few months? Will it be through the typical flu-like season where we have to get a new flu shot every year or will it be long lasting uh, we just don't know that yet uh, it hasn't been out long enough hasn't been tested uh, uh, for a while and you know we'll have to wait and see doctor 45 seconds left who pays for it and how long will it be before we're able to walk into a cvs and get it well my understanding is that it's free and walking into a cvs most cvs's and other Retail pharmacies don't have the ability to store these viruses, these vaccines rather, at such a low temperature. Who's paying for it? The government. But keep in mind, it's the same companies that look to profit from this vaccine are also immune from all liability as a result of the 1986 act that Congress passed, National Childhood Vaccine Act. So we need to, you know, go forward with caution. There's going to be a lot of money to be made from the vaccine companies. We hope and pray it's effective and safe. We'll have to leave it there. At the same time, yep. We'll have to leave it there. Doctor, thank you very much for coming on. We appreciate it. Dr. Jeffrey Barkey. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.